Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Unsigned Podcast. I'm joined by AB Violet, Gary McTien, and Maxa. Hello. Hello. How are we both doing? All doing? All three? All, everyone? I'm good. <laughs> um, I'm feeling good. I'm happy. Yeah. Just did our acoustic set. You did? How so did I'm, you find it? I thought it was really good. I'm really, Took a little while to really set out, didn't it? But yeah. we got there in the end. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, how, did you, how many uh, gigs have you done? You've done gigs really recently. I looked at your website earlier and you've I literally have. had like gigs all this week almost, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, it's been crazy. I had, so on Thursday, I did an acoustic show with Gary, actually. Um, so he was accompanying me because he's also my producer. So he knows the songs really well. That helps, isn't it? Exactly. It does. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we did those. That was in Finsbury Park at the World's End. That was part Oh, yeah, of I know. Some, that, yeah. Uh, if you know, um, it was part of this music group thing that was going on. So I did four songs there. Cool. Um, and then Saturday, I did my headline show um, in Hoxton. Best show I've ever done. I'm still on the come down from that. That was that room was packed, wasn't it? And it was, it was so such good. a good vibe. Yeah. It was so, I had the, so much fun. Um, what venue was that? The Stag's Head. Oh, okay. It's a classic. Um, and then after, I mean, actually, this was on my website. I was supposed to be doing a gig at the Old Blue Last on Sunday, right? Um, and I played that venue before with the same promoter, but that one actually got cancelled because right. the venue messed up. So Old Blue. Not doing very well there. We, I didn't call you out. He did. <laughs> um, and that and is now on the internet. <laughs> here we are. Um, and then obviously I'm here today at Unsigned. Yeah. And then on Friday, it's not so much an advertised gig, but I'm playing for my office Christmas party. Are you? Because they've asked me to play. Nice. That's the pop star I am. Is so. that paid? No, unfortunately, oh, unfortunately not. Come on, sort it out. Unfortunately. <laughs> and Gary, thank you very much for coming in as well. Producer. Thank you for having me. In your own right. Yes. So yes. Who, wh where did your name come from? Because I did mispronounce it. So where did your name originate from? Um, nowhere really. I actually just made it up. <laughs> <laughs> Literally just made it up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like Brilliant. I needed a stage name. So I just kind of like went with something a little bit... Um, weird um but <laughs> literally when you just type it into google nothing else comes up it's, yeah so it kind of like serves a bit of a purpose but yeah i just made it up it's very difficult isn't it for, we've talked about names in the past and trying to figure out um the best name for i mean is max are just your name um like an abbreviation of my name like a shortened version right, okay of my fine name, so yeah. it's a slight stage name yeah. but it's a okay but it's based my name, on, yeah because yeah. i think with your name yeah trying to get the grammar within the um, Instagram handles, all that sort of stuff. Yep. Pain in the ass. I know. Big mistake, but I'm, I've done it now. Got done it now, can't go back. <laughs> A.B.Violet is my name, and I don't know why. <laughs> it's my initials, and then it's actually my nan's name, Violet. Is it? Is that why? Yeah, but ah. it's also obviously a flower. Everyone knows it. So yeah, that's true. There, yeah. That is true. Accessible. Mine's quite uh, simple. McTean. Yeah. <laughs> so how do you spell that? M I C T I A N. Oh, okay, fine. Yeah. So it's not as, it's not difficult. It's, not then. it's just that like, I'm. Simple. <laughs> Surely not. <laughs> um, so the first, so you guys have been working together for how long then? Um, so I met Gary actually through Gumtree, believe it or not. <laughs> right. So I was... Um, I. Were you, you selling know? the sofa or something? <laughs> no. no, no. Just, he was selling production services. Oh, right, fine, okay. So I, I had obviously been working with producers in 2021, um, doing some songs with, the, with those guys. And then at the start of um, 2022, I found another producer who I was working with. Um, and then after, I was on the lookout for someone new because that producer was leaving the country. Right. And then I met Gary and... I mean, we did two songs together and 
I love them so much. Yeah. I came back for another two. And then I came back for another five. Oh, wow. And then I came back for some more. And, and here we are today. Um, yeah. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> but. So, you have, so that's a lot of work that's gone into it. But you say you're a producer in your own right as well. Yeah. I mean, like most of what I do is um, producing for artists like Max. But mm. I do also release music um, under my own uh, sort of persona as well. Um, but I think what um, made the relationship between Max and I work so well is mm. that we just kind of understand what we like, how we like things to sound. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I was able to get a really good idea of how Max likes things to sound. Um, and I generally like to make really weird and ridiculous kind of mm. glitchy noises in my productions. And Max is also like fairly keen to let me do that. So yeah, that's good. That he's let you be weird. You can be weird. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's very, it's very quite difficult to find the producer to work with, isn't oh, it? Def- oh my! How many I producers have go you gone through? <laughs> I was just saying the other day the amount of bad producers I've come across recently. And not, not to say that they're bad, right? But ones that can't match. You the did sounds. just say that they were bad. But you know what I mean, like the ones <laughs> the that can't match quite. my sounds. Right. I think, um, like, I'm all for certain sounds but for my own music I have a very kind of clear vision of what I want to sound like mm. and I've always it's been very hard to find producers that can replicate that and if they can they're likely wanting to charge a bomb which I'm not going to do but yeah, yeah. Um, I just can't afford it but <laughs> yeah well, I think but, it's yeah. very difficult for unsigned artists of like course, trying to find yeah. one producer they can work with how to make it affordable yeah. and when you're trying to pay for I don't know like rehearsal studios and all that sort of stuff exactly, as well yeah. it does it does pile up doesn't it yeah exactly with producers, it, how many did you find them on Gumtree as well, or is it just a, Insta, Instagram seems to be the place yeah, to find people? Instagram yeah. is good. I mean, so um, when I first started, right? So I've been singing for a long time, but I only started writing my own stuff um, at the end of 2020. Right. Okay. Um, so it was at that point that um, two guys on Insta had reached out to me at the perfect time that I was actually looking for someone. Mm. So, I mean, we just started talking and then we started working together, but the whole thing was remote because it was kind of, you know, locked down. Yeah, of course. Of yeah. Um, those songs are like some of the classics now, which was amazing. But then um, after my next song, I actually met the producer when a friend who's an artist recommended the company that the producer worked for. Right. Okay. As such. So I met this guy turned out to be a very good friend of mine now mm-hmm. um and then other than that uh, rob was the only one from gumtree but but i do have a lot of producers reaching out on insta all the time and i'll i'll like talk to them but then they're usually like oh no it's a thousand pounds i'm like mm. nah sorry <laughs> uh, do you know what i found like i mean i don't i'm not a producer i'm not um, an artist in any way right but it must be really difficult to actually when you get me- i get messages on instagram for certain things if it's I don't know, you can get 100 more followers if you pay this much or whatever, right? (laughs) And also where I've started sort of getting into a bit of band management and stuff, you get that with like Spotify playlist people as well. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, can you pay X amount to be on this one or that one? I mean, how do you, like as all of you as artists in your own right, how do you negotiate all that because so, there's got to be a lot of crap out there as well, right? Oh, you can usually tell by how many emojis they put yeah. in their message. Oh, whether really? it's a real person or not. Yeah, yeah, a lot of the time it's like a bot. Um, they'll, they'll be like, I don't know. Like they won't even say speak proper English. And you click on the page and it's like digital marketing expert. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, they just stay in my requests. So I don't even mm-hmm. open them. Right, yeah. I've got a few emails that have come in and it's like... Uh, 
they're trying to get our website improved. So we've obviously got unsigned, but we've got future hits as well, which is our radio yeah, station. Yeah, yeah. And also our partners of Radio Extra is in Tin and Chelmsford as well. But on our specific one, uh, you get people going, we can improve your YouTube channel or we can improve yeah, this. Yeah, All you yeah. need to do is pay X. And it's like, oh, do one like it's just it would be nice to have the followers and all that but you sort of want to grow that organically right well yeah i mean if you're paying for insta followers they're not gonna they're gonna be bots they're not even gonna yeah. engage in your post so what's the point no exactly i think that's the same for how have you found with your music and stuff is it a case with you find that with spotify as well because i don't really know spotify very well i know as a consumer yeah i know it but as like a, a musician how do you get onto different playlists and all that. It might be good advice for other upcoming artists yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. So how do you guys, all of you, do that? Um, so the way I do it is, I mean, I spend my entire free time um, writing emails, doing everything I can. I mean, I've reached one week, and I'm not exaggerating, I wrote 700 emails. Wow. Um, that was because of the release of a new song. And I was like, well, no one else is going to do it for me. Mm. This is when I didn't have a manager yet. And no one was going to do it for me. So I went out and did it. And I would, you know, write to playlists. I would write to like, influencers and you know, radios and yeah. all the like press and whatnot. Um, you know, some of them would come back and say, oh, you need to pay. I'd be like, no, I'm all right. Mm. Um, there's some good sites as well. Like um, there's this one called Muso Soup, which is really good. You, Are you spoken about you that? You pay before? like uh, yeah. 20 pounds or something, but then you get like curators from everything, right? So... That's a really good one. Mm. Um, that's the playlists. They're pretty good, and you know they're legit, obviously. Yeah, I um, tend to find on Muso Soup as well. You, if you post a lot, you get the same curators yes, coming back yeah, to yeah, you. Yeah, so yeah, then you yeah. know whoever you've got through, uh, whoever's listened through that playlist or that blog or that radio station probably likes you anyway. So exactly. that's quite organic. Yeah, that's yeah. Quite nice. exactly. It's definitely better to have that organic growth, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, I mean, you just have to be careful um, on Spotify that yeah, if you d if you start having like bots stream your stuff yeah then the, yes, the algorithm will yeah and then we'll get you it, get, it gets bad because <laughs> i saw something did you see san quentin's post the other week mm -hmm. we discussed this yes yeah because they basically a band that we're, we we know reasonably well they um they had someone put them on a playlist and it messed up with their algorithm and all of their artists what is it where do you, when you're on spotify similar and you look to. similar to artists yeah. Yeah, yeah all of those have been screwed up because they were being really? played in god knows where and that makes you harder to find because then people aren't referencing it to, yeah, so like the, what you sound similar to, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Now it's interesting stuff because again, for for me as a presenter, I don't really get involved in that too much. But yeah. to get it from an artist's perspective is going to be helpful for other artists. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we hope so. All upcoming artists. Yeah, exactly. What would be your advice? Like bearing in mind, uh, all right, you've only been writing for two years. Yeah, yeah, but you've obviously gigged quite a bit this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're working with a very good producer, yeah, obviously. Definitely. Um, what advice would you give to people that are just starting out, both of you? Um, do you want to go first? Um, yeah, I mean, people who are starting out, I think the best thing you can really do is just go out there and do it. Don't um, be too like worried about where you're, what level you're at. Mm. I think, I mean, um, it, I can liken it to like if you want to start learning how to sing the best thing you can do is literally just open your mouth and sing. Right. It doesn't matter what your ability is. You will grow uh, the more that you do it. Mm -hmm. So um, get out there, meet people, and just kind of, yeah, just don't do be, it. Yeah, just don't <laughs> be afraid to kind of like, you know, um, get stuck in and um, put in those hours. I'm a firm believer in the 10,000 hours. If you're putting in your 10,000 hours, you will become a master in whatever you're doing. Right, okay. Yeah. 
How many hours have we put into podcasting now? Mm. <laughs> it feels like 10,000. <laughs> <laughs> it did today when we arrived. Uh, what about you, Max? What would be your advice? Um, the, I mean, the first one goes without saying you have to be polite to everyone you meet. It doesn't matter who they are or what they might have done or anything. Be polite mm -hmm. because you don't know where that could get you. And so I stick by that. I will always be polite to fellow musicians yeah. or anyone in the industry. Um, but other than that, um, work, work, work. And when you think you've done enough, work more. Yeah. I, I, will n I just want to work, work, work to where I want to be as such. Like um, we were just talking about this earlier. Um, some people might be staying in tomorrow night, but I'm going to the next networking event. Yeah. And go and meet as many people as you can, write as much as you can and just if you're staying in on a Thursday night, go out and go to something musical that you could meet someone cool at. Maybe you find your next favorite producer. Who knows? Um, well, just favorite. get on Gumtree. Not next favorite. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's literally like that. And then the kind of on the other side of things, I've recently been seeing that a lot of artists are releasing one song every six months. I understand that making music can be expensive. And sometimes you just can't afford to release more than once every six months. But if you can, mm. release as much as you can. Um, you know, last year I released five songs and uh, the year before that I released five. But this coming year I've got 10, 12 ready to go, which are coming out. Um, and I cannot wait for them to come out. Neither um, can I. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because at the end of the day, you know, you don't want to go back and keep promoting an old song. Keep releasing because that's what people get interested in. That's yeah. what people want and we're in the you know the 21st century people consume fast they want more music and yeah. as fast as they can get it what is your release plan for next year then if you've got 12 songs is it a case one a month or one every um, six weeks so or what sort of I, I i my plans are very intricate but in a nutshell um i'm starting with a lead single um around february time which mm -hmm. i'm very excited to do um and then we'll have another single a few weeks later another single a few weeks after that right okay. and then my second ep is coming out which oh, i'm nice. very excited for um and then following that we'll leave a little break and then kind of from mid next year we'll have some summer singles some end of summer morning singles we'll have some halloween singles Got halloween singles bag. how do they go <laughs> well Gary would know. Monster Mash. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of ridiculous sounds and noises. A little cool. experimental. But yeah. um, that song was done, what, a year ago now? But right. we're waiting for the right time to release it. Mm -hmm. I was going to release it this Halloween, but I decided my latest single, Sinking, would come out instead. Yeah, yeah. Which is doing very well. Which is, oh, that one. <laughs> um, but yeah, so lots in the pipeline, lots ready to go. I'm actually just sorting out the artwork, music videos for the EP. Oh, cool. Um, you know, just sorting all that stuff out. So yeah. it's looking to be good, and I hope my fans like it. Nice. There's a lot that goes into releasing one song Definitely. with the artwork, with the release plan and all that, let alone an EP. Definitely. So there's a lot of work that goes behind the scenes, right? Absolutely. Yeah, but the thing is, I, I really enjoy it. Yeah. It's my favourite thing, so... Well, you were saying you were doing music in every spare minute you have. <laughs> yeah. Like you're always doing literally, something. Literally, I mean... I hope my boss doesn't see this. However, <laughs> you know, during work sometimes, because I'm actually at university, but I'm on like an internship for the yeah. year, like a sandwich year. I mean, even in the office, you might catch me editing my website or like adding, booking a show with a next promoter or like yeah. quickly taking a phone call is what it is, has to be done. What's your <laughs> advice on promoters then? Because you've done quite a few gigs this year. I have indeed. What would be your, uh, what's been sort of, not a horror story if stuff, but what would be your to-dos and not to-dos with promoters? Yeah, I mean, I've been lucky. I've never had a horror story per se, but 
Yes, there are some good ones. There are some bad ones. Um, things you should do, be outgoing, always be willing to work with new promoters, get to know them because you never know what they could provide for you in the future. For example, you know, I was doing a promoter that I had heard, you know, like they might not be very good, but I did a gig with them. Mm. And now that now I'm on to doing even bigger gigs with them, gigs that I never thought I would do. Right. In very prestigious venues that are really cool to say to your friends, I played here. Yeah, yeah. So that's really cool. Um, but yeah, try and get as many people as you can to come, always be on time, stick to the set time you have, um, and courtesy. Yeah. Um, and things not to do, the opposites. Like, <laughs> yeah. Don't be late, don't be rude, don't overdo your sets, um, that sort of thing. But I mean, at the same time, there are always promoters who try to take advantage, mm. pay to play, I'm sure you've heard of that before. Try and stay away from it. Get a friend to read over it if you're not sure. Mm. Um, I know for sure I've had not the advantage taken, but like they're taking they're taking it like the wrong way. They're doing sl stuff slightly maliciously, like right, okay. taking a bit more than they should. But mm -hmm. I, I I just will do it because I'm there for the exposure, not for money or anything. I want yeah. to get my name out there. Yeah, so yeah. it's a good attitude to have. I think it's very difficult for upcoming artists to find good promoters to work with, and I think it's particularly difficult in London. That's what yeah. I've heard from a lot of people. Like I think in Essex, everyone sort of knows each other, more, don't they? Yeah, I know what you mean. However, I'm finding it really hard to find promoters up north. Like right. I've done so many gigs in London, but I want to play Manchester and I want to mm -hmm. play Leeds and I want to play Liverpool, and there's either very few or I just can't find them or they just don't reply. So apparently. <laughs> All the other artists and bands, there's quite a nice community of musicians up north, yeah, nicer than there imagine. is down yeah, here. Yeah. So <clears> maybe <throat> the best approach would be to actually talk to other, other artists. artists. Fucks. Yeah. yeah. Try and find some similar artists to yourself yeah. up there and, and see if they can recommend. Yeah. yeah. Even if it's a case that you speak to them and say, next time you've got a gig and you're looking for someone to support, mm. let us know. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? And then yeah, start yeah. building that with them up there. I have been trying that a little bit. I, I joined a few music communities, actually. Right. Some of them are kind of all dotted around the UK. Yeah, yeah. So they do often say, um, you know, we need someone to open for us, or can we open for you? Mm -hmm. Which is good. However, I've only been part of them not for too long, but right. I have found, like, I can't find many other pop artists in those communities. They're always, like, rock bands or indie. Yeah. But we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's got to be some around. Course, you know what I mean? Yeah. So do you find it quite difficult gigging as a pop artist then? Um, so I don't find it difficult in the sense I have no problem getting a booking and I have no problem playing the gig and, and having fun with the crowd. That's all good. Um, and usually people like my music because it's quite accessible mm -hmm. and I'll make them sing along and clap. So that's good. But I have found it quite hard to find other small pop artists i don't know when i think of pop music i think of like the big stars like justin bieber and dua lipa mm. but I, I can't i don't really know many like pop artists that are like not huge you know what i yeah, mean yeah i know what you mean I, I just look around and there's a few but no one especially i haven't found any in london i haven't mm. found many around really there must be some i mean even just people that we've dealt with like via the podcast like with gia and Charlie yeah. and people and like that. You've worked with Eliza May before, haven't uh, you? Oh, Eliza's she, been she's in. She's more acoustic. She I'd is. Say. She is. Yeah. Do you know Eliza? Yeah, she's yeah. been on this. She's really nice. Yeah, she's Love, been on this. Yeah. Lovely girl. I played a gig with her like two weeks ago. Oh, did you? Um, you said Gio. Who was Gia? That? Gio. Is that Gia Lily. Lily. 
Okay, I yeah. might have heard of her. Yeah, Gia Lily, she's got a really good following. She's just she, me, and uh, my wife went and saw her play at the Underbelly in Hoxton. Underbelly, yeah. So we went the there and watched there, her play yeah. there. So she's doing really good things. She's doing a lot of work with Hot Vox, I think, for next year. Oh uh, yeah, I've done the Hot Vox run. Yeah, yeah. yeah so good. she's doing that. But no, she's she's really good. And then B Arnold, we've got. She's like pop. Oh, yeah. She's a, she's Beyond based in Chelmsford. So she's um yeah. And yeah, no, Charlie, we, we should put me in contact. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, what yeah. we do. Not for you lot. But what we do, <laughs> we add the artist to the to a podcast group on oh, okay, Instagram okay. and then you guys can liaise and All right, nice. yeah, yeah. So yeah, you'd be a part of that. Right. Awesome. So so bearing in mind you've done quite a lot of gigs this year. Yeah. Do you perform as part of the setup at gigs as well as producing behind the scenes as well? Not really. I mean the most that I do is um produce like the live tracks. Yeah. So like for Max's headline show that um you did on Saturday, we kind of, he came to me wanting to do like a really cool like um, interlude between all the different songs, have right. like special intros and do like a specific intro for like um, to set up Max getting yeah, up on yeah. stage. And I mean, it was a lot of fun for me to kind of put that together, but that's about as much as I do. I don't really um, involve myself too much in the live right. um, setting. Um, Just perform at special occasions like the Unsigned Podcast, right? Yeah. <laughs> Very special occasions. <laughs> <laughs> so what's been the best gig you've had this year then? Has to be Saturday, my yeah. headline. Because uh, it was I've headlined before, but this was like Max R headlining. Yeah. And it was, you know, like a really packed room and everyone was dancing, singing, laughing. Like, oh, I, I can't get over it. I felt like a real star up there. That's cool. And that was the best feeling. Did so. you arrange that gig yourself then, or was that put on by a promoter? Yeah, or? so um, this one was like an independent arranged gig. So I worked with a friend of mine. Mm -hmm. um, shout out to Darnell. He was actually um, on Celebrity Big Brother back oh, in really? the day. Um, and I actually just found out that he was playing the O2 with N-dubs, I believe. Really? That's mad. But um, my <laughs> good friend. Back? Yeah. yeah. Well, my they're back at their back. <laughs> they, they just played the O2 yeah. again. Yeah. Um, but Darnell, so me and Darnell uh, wanted to do a show, so we set it up together. Cool. And then we got um, two opening acts that he thought would be right. Right, okay. Because he knows all these people around. So um, Good person then, yeah, to be in contact exa with. Ben. Definitely. <laughs> amazing guy. And, and then here we are. Um, headline happened and massive success and also i was quite worried actually because imagine it's your first headline yeah and the football's on and it's england v france and <laughs> we're not allowed to talk about that on here man <laughs> i'm not the over it like the, the the um gig was booked like obviously well before we knew yeah that yeah we'd be playing then um after the senegal game and then um i was like oh no and no one's gonna come they're all would rather watch the england game right, right. Yeah, but i'm half french anyway so I would Big rather support France, but, but then, but anyway, in the long run, get out. <laughs> in the long run, it turned out to be fine. Yeah, everyone came, so if you can't complain. <laughs> yeah, it's fine for you. Yeah. yeah. Oh god. Uh, right. Well, that's that's good. What was, um, we got a few quick fire questions, which we Go do before it. we have a break, and then in the second half, we do your dream gig. All right. Awesome. So we do a few quick fire questions before we get to that. Which is a what song do you wish you wrote? So a mainstream song. You can go for both. You can have one each year. What is a song you wish you wrote? You first. <laughs> Breathing by Ariana Grande. Good yeah. shout. Yeah. Good shout. So he didn't give you much <laughs> thinking time at all, did he? <laughs> he went to speak before you even said he was going first. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I had it on the tip of my tongue. I just think it's such a beautifully written, like, simple, like, to the point song. And, like, it is, it's infectious. I wish yeah. I wrote it. That's a great oh, answer. Am I allowed to give like an album track from a big, big artist? Do whatever you want, Max. It's a simple I, I, question. You, what right. song do you wish you wrote? I wish I wrote "Deserve You" by Justin Bieber. Right. That song, crazy. You know it. What was this hand for? 
<laughs> well, no, yeah, it's Justin Bieber. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> makes sense. Yeah, does make sense. Song you wish you wrote? <laughs> Probably something you wouldn't expect. Maybe something like Groove Armada or a track from a band like that. Yeah. That's cool, though. That's, yeah. yeah, that would yeah. be cool. <laughs> when you're writing, is it melody first or lyrics first? So I know you play piano. I know that you've played, you learned playing piano when you were little. Yeah. But what would be your writing process? Is it lyrics first or melody first? Lyrics. I always come into the studio with song title, a chorus, uh, and definitely a chorus and some verse material. Um, and what I, want, what I want to <laughs> sing about. I, like, I, have a, I know what I want to sing about. Yeah. yeah. And then you two mold that together. Yeah, so then I'll, I'll come to the studio, um, show Gary my ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll be like, yeah, love that. And then um, he'll start making some sort of beat on Logic, and then we go from there, really. Do, how much creative input do you have on that? Do you, If you have an idea or you're not keen on an idea, do you bring that to the table? Of course. I mean, like, you, it, it's all how you deal with people. Um, but, I mean, most of the time I'm kind of in a 50-50 sort of, like, situation when it comes to writing, so people will come to me with nothing or uh, an idea. Um, <laughs> rather and uh, yeah yeah (laughs) people will come with like a a seedling of an idea and um i'm there to kind of help them um see it through and execute it yeah and um obviously my background is in songwriting so um i help them turn it into something that is more um consumable yeah um and help them realize their ideas a little bit more in a more like concise way cool. yeah good answer have you thought about your oh no you thought about yours already <laughs> lyrics first um an art right we'll do this and then we'll have a break an artist you should love but you don't ow <laughs> <laughs> go for it Tinashe, i think doesn't get enough credit that's not the question. That's like the opposite. That's question. exactly the opposite. So a mainstream artist that you should love. Oh, that don't, I don't. Yeah, but you don't. Oh. oh. I, I oh. don't understand your question. Um, so basically. I have to think about that. Yeah, so like if there's, I don't know, Taylor Swift's come up a few times so on here. So someone you don't like. But you think you should because they're mainstream and they're sort of your genre, but yeah, you're not keen on them. So examples that I use, I've said Green Day for me. I like rock and stuff like that. I've never really quite got into Green Day, but I like a lot of people that we've had on, especially bands and stuff. Like I deal with admissions a lot. Rob oh, from yeah. admissions, they love Green Day. And for me, it's just a bit, I'm not, you know, I'd rather know listen to Linkin Park or I, Nirvana or In Earnest, <laughs> <laughs> which is very different. You've got your answer. What is your answer? Kid Leroy. I can see that, yeah. Like, because I, I'm not a fan of his voice. Don't hate me, but I'm not a fan of his voice. So I don't really like his style but then he's doing songs with justin bieber and yeah he's the top of the world so. are you just a bit jealous <laughs> i would love to cl- collab with justin though yeah by <laughs> yourself i think childish gambino i Ooh. i don't really listen to like rap music mm. um but like when i like i have friends who do and whenever they put his music on i think like i mean obviously this isn't the kind of thing i would listen to but like gosh he's so ridiculously talented um it makes me think i should probably like listen to him a bit more a very well well versed answer. So yeah. diplomatic. Very diplomatic. You should be a politician. <laughs> I'm a producer. Oh, that's true, yeah. <laughs> he's really talented. I fucking hate him, but he's ridiculously talented. Yeah, it's good. Well done. <laughs> right, what we're gonna do? We're gonna have a quick break, and we're gonna come back to do your dream gig. All right. So join us in section two. Hi, this is Eliza May, and you're watching the Unsigned Podcast. 
Hi everyone, welcome back to the Unsigned Podcast. We have got Maxar, Gary, and AB Violet because I couldn't pronounce the whole thing. Sorry. Um, <laughs> we're going to do your dream gig now. Okay. So what we do here, if you uh, if you're new to the podcast, what we do as part of the dream gig, we go through dream venue, uh, your dream lineup, including yourself and a couple of support acts, or you could support people if you want. But we'll go through it all. Uh, where your after party would be, what would be on your rider, special requests would be waiting for you in your dressing room, all good stuff like that. So first and foremost, we're going to go for your dream venue. You can have one each. What would be your dream venue? Gary. Oh, mine's actually Wembley Stadium. Oh, oh fair wow. enough. Yeah. Not as niche as I expected. <laughs> you were no. just listing off all the generic ones, <laughs> yeah. weren't you? We didn't even touch Wembley. <laughs> no, ever since my dad brought home the DVD of Queen playing Wembley Stadium in yeah. 1986, I watched that and I was just like, gosh, I just want to be that one day. Yeah, it's <laughs> so pretty yeah. amazing. Yeah. Good answer. What about yourself, Max? Mine's the O2 Arena. Yeah. Um, might sound generic, but that place means a lot to me. I've been going to gigs there for a long time. Mm -hmm. um, not that I'm old, but like for you're a long not time old for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and pretty sure I could be your dad. <laughs> I would love to play there. Oh, oh. I'd love, I'd love you to be my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Max. <laughs> That's cool, though. I mean, I've been. I haven't actually been to the O2 for an actual gig, like a music gig. Music gig. Mm -hmm. yeah. I've been there to see Mickey Flanagan, and I'm going there to see That's Peter Kay. In like 2024, because <laughs> his tickets were just ridiculous. But yeah, it's a good venue. It's um, have you been, who have you seen there? Then you've been going there for a long time. Who's the best pe person you've seen or um, act you've I seen? I saw what well, one. Well, I've been to quite a lot of things there. I mean, um, in terms of the reason why the first time I went there mm -hmm. was when my whole family went to see Rihanna live. Oh, cool! Um, it was like one of her. I think it was 2011, something like that. Mm. I think that's the first time I went. But recently, um, I've seen two highlights was Drake and mm -hmm. then I saw Dua Lipa as well. Nice. Um, and I've also been like, count, you know how all the families go to like the Capital Jingle Bell Ball, mm -hmm. Summertime Ball. So I've been to the O2 for those as well. Oh, cool. I love that place. I've also been there, you know, to the Indigo at the O2. Yeah, yeah. The small thing for a networking event and saw some people play live there. Um, went backstage. So I somehow ended up there after it finished. Um Brilliant stuff. Yeah. yeah. I love that place. Yeah, no, it's cool. I'd, li I'd like to go there again for actually for a music venue because you see, like, not just for the music element of it, but there always seems to be great shows there as well. Yeah, there are. I was just trying to think if I'd seen anyone there, and I have Ellie Golden. That's oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. She was playing the drums, and was the, they have a lot of stage effects there, don't of course, they? Yeah, cool. yeah. So great for uh, people like Dua Lipa and things like that. Exactly, yeah. I'm it's pretty crazy. sure, though, the first time I went to the Millennium Stadium, Millennium Stadium? Where's the Millennium Stadium? Do you mean the Millennium, Millennium Dome? Dome, sorry. Yeah, Millennium we've got Wembley Stadium. Yeah. <laughs> Wembley, uh, the Millennium Stadium's in Cardiff. I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there for a beer festival. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Millennium Dome. Yes. I swear it was like a a human sort of like it was an exhibition yeah. it was like an exhibition and that's what it was originally I we were opened for that. millennium no it opened for the millennium <laughs> and it was like an exhibition and you went round and it was like a science museum sort yes. of thing and then they go right we spent a fuckload of money on this place what do we do with it oh we're turning it into a concert place good there idea go. and then james bond slid down it <laughs> <laughs> so they got a lot out of it yeah they got a lot fair. out of it yeah yeah exactly it's just not a stadium so <laughs> no it's not a stadium um wembley arena I have been there to see o Oasis. Yeah. That was pretty cool, cool to see that. Nice. I think that was the last time that they, one of the last times they actually performed as well. And I've seen Rihanna at V Festival. We've talked about it before. Oh, yeah, yeah. So at V Festival, which would have been. Was it not like 2011? 
that would have been about 2011 as yeah. well because it was it was 2010 2011 because it would have been 2011 because um it was yeah i'm not gonna go into details why but it was <laughs> then i reckon uh right so no <laughs> it was a year before my daughter so it was just like yeah it was the last one we could go to <laughs> Uh, right, so what we do as part of the Dream Gig, we ask you who would be on your lineup. You've got to have a headliner, main support, opener. You feature somewhere on the bill, and we'd like you to choose two other artists to be there with you as well. You're you doing two one, separate ones? Two separate ones, yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, hmm. I guess, like, The weekend would have to be there, because, mm. uh, like, I just, um, he's, like, my favourite artist of all time. Um, in the pop realm and I think a bit like uh, not quite in that realm maybe Charlie XCX because she's also my next favourite pop artist of all time and then I'd be in there Um, and I guess like in terms of like my music it's kind of somewhere in between them two anyway so I would imagine I'd be opening for them and then Charlie would go and then The weekend. That's a, that's a cool yeah. lineup, and it means you get to sit back and watch the entire thing well, that's as well, what I rather want, than yeah. sort of worrying about going on after. Yeah, wait yourself, Max. Um, might be predictable, but um, I would open. Um, yeah, I think it'd be like my absolute dream to just open at the O2 for um, Justin as our headliner, and we're on first name basis. Yeah, okay. Justin um, hit me up if you need someone to open because he is playing the O2 next year, so, right? Um, or if his tour comes back on, I think it got postponed but yeah. um and have charlie puth as the main support right so you've got my two favorite pop um like male pop stars yeah um and i know that i'll have a similar fan base ish to them right so that'd be really cool to open for idols whilst also like showing my music to people who might actually care yeah yeah um oh that would be amazing yeah and i'd like come up i'd get some dancers um i'd have my live band behind me for the first time because I usually play with backing track. Yeah, yeah. And, um, oh, that would be so cool. And we'd be It'd playing, be imagine we're playing Stop and Cloud9. Mm-hmm. Oh, it would go off. <laughs> <laughs> what would be, if you um, play to backing at the moment, is it like a plan for when you're gigging next year to have a live band with you at some point doing that? Um, so uh, people generally won't like this answer. However, I prefer backing track to live band. I, I don't really want a live band until I'm like getting bigger if i ever do fingers crossed um two reasons i mean firstly there's the obviously reason of like it's so hard to organize everyone to meet up at the same time or be free in practice that's one thing secondly as someone who's super into my pop music i'm very intricate in details as gary would know i'm like no no this has to be like this this has to be like this um even little things and i found that a lot of the time you can't recreate these sounds with a live band it's just not possible right it could be possible you know when you're on that next level where you have the technology coupled with the live band like our favorite artists will do but at this stage obviously with the lack of financial support i prefer my backing tracks yeah that's fair enough yeah that's That's fair enough Uh, what would be a cover track that you would do at your dream gig um what would be a cover track yeah. I would do? Well, I think a cool one would be Deserve You. The one I yeah. was saying earlier was my um, song I wish I wrote. Yeah, yeah. Because I I just see myself singing that falsetto, those high notes, and then like being able to move around and like f- groove with the crowd. It's a kind of groovy-ish song. Um, but then isn't Justin going to want to sing it himself? Yeah, but I can <laughs> be like, guys, this is in honour of my favourite artist. He's op- He's playing for you tonight. He's your headliner, Justin Bieber, and I'll cover the song. Fair enough. 
You probably will leave it off the set list because <laughs> because you've asked it to. It's, it's an album. Track. <laughs> oh right, fair yeah. enough. Um, what about yourself? I would probably go for something unexpected, like "Pretty Please" by Dua Lipa. Yeah, yeah. It's just like a yeah, really like fun song. Um, I don't know if there's much That's else to say hit. about it. Yeah. <laughs> that song is a banger. It yeah. really is. Who would be for both of you? Who would you like to most duet with? Max. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I told you that, right? Nope. Oh, well, How do you know yeah. that then? That was such an obvious <laughs> one. I, I go, I, I, when, I, when I present myself to new people, I tell yeah. them I'm a cross of a Justin Bieber and an Ava Max. So, well done. Nice. She has come What's up in conversation I mean? a lot. Yeah. yeah. Really? Wow. How did you know that? I think just when people write articles about you, it's always Justin Bieber, Charlie Poop, Ava Max. There you go. Well, we know who's going to be in Gig Tour right bin then, don't mm-hmm. we? There we go. What about yourself? Um, Charlie XCX. Yeah? yeah. Well, if, if you were producing, it was probably the same answer. If you were producing for a pop star, would it be Charlie XCX as well? Or would it be someone else of choice? Ooh, I don't Basically, know. Basically, who are you going to bin off Max? <laughs> <laughs> that is not no. what I said. Um, I think Charlie is t- far too much of an innovator. Um yeah, yeah, probably Tovlo, or mm. I don't know. I feel like Troy Sivan could be fun to produce for. Yeah, um, yeah, cool. Uh, you can have two choices on your rider. So when you get to the O2 or Wembley Stadium, when you arrive there, you have something waiting for you in your dressing room. Special request. You can have two each. What would it be? Food, drink, I don't know. Telly, comfy chair. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> something on the telly. I don't Extenders, know. Extenders, if you want. Yeah. That's what would you What would you have on your rider? Rob. Oh, he'd be on your Oh no, I was I was just prompting him to go first. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, well, he can't go anywhere without me. That's why I'm here. Um, I guess I would want some fresh fruit for before I go on because I'm very like sensible that way. And then there's got to be some beer for after I finish. Not so sensible. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just love beer and free beer. It tastes so much better. What's your favorite beer? Peroni. Or See, that gives me a headache, that. We Camden Hells. Oh, okay. Camden You're Hells. a lager man. I'll, I'll, yes, okay. through and through. What about yourself? Um, what would be on your rider, Max? I'm doing five shots of vodka. Um, because four like, aren't enough. No, firstly, like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I would, before? <laughs> yeah, before. Because I've, I've found, like, having experimented a little bit before gigs, or, like, when I first started, I was like, Max, you aren't drinking before. But now it, it gives me that little more of an edge, just an ever slight. I'll tell you what it do for me. Send me off the edge. <laughs> I can handle my drink. <laughs> yeah, I can't anymore. <laughs> um, second thing, like, low-key, if she wasn't coming with me, I'd want my mum in my dressing room. Because my mum is, like, my number one fan, the one yeah. from day one who comes to every show without fail. My mum. Yeah. I'd need her there. And she, I would want her to share that moment with me. Imagine she, she sees me going up the platform into O2. Yeah. That's crazy. That's really cry. It's a sweet answer. Yeah. <laughs> yours wasn't as sweet. No. <laughs> no, yours was very straight. <laughs> Fruit beard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what would be your made it moment? If you can look ahead to five years time, what would be the point where you go, yeah, we've, well, I'm on the right track here. I made it. Um, to me, it would be that number top 10 on Billboard, Hot 100 in the US, mm-hmm. top 10 album, a sold out, worldwide tour 
Um, but when people say worldwide, they mean actually just North America, Europe, and Australia. Mm. <laughs> um, that is worldwide, to be fair. It's a long, it's a long flight. <laughs> but poor Asia, poor Africa, poor yeah. South America. Um, yeah, I think that would be it. And then you know, to have like my idols say, "I love this song, and mm. it's by me." I'd yeah. be, I'd call my mom and be like, "Mom, yeah, uh, yeah. I made it." Ten five years later, I made it. Yeah, that's cool. Right yourself, mate. Um, I mean, the obvious answer would be like the Grammy, um, but I don't. At the end of the day, it's not really about that. What I really care about is if like a total stranger came up to me on the street and said, "Hey, I, you know, loved your song. It, you know, touched me in this way, and it mm. got me through whatever I was going through, and all that kind of stuff." I think that would be yeah. like the moment that really makes me think, like, "Gosh, this is why I do it." Like, yeah, yeah. No, nah, actually. See, now you've traded, because that was a really sweet answer as well. There you go. Well done. Where would your after party be after doing Wembley or the O2? Where would your after party be? <laughs> Rob. Um, well, not the red bag. <laughs> no idea. So um, I'm one for house parties. I prefer house parties. Yeah. So if if it, but, but then again, like, I'd, I'd rather give a proper answer that people would know. Um, so there's this club that I've been going to quite a lot recently. It's called Maddox, and it's in, it's in like, central London. Mm-hmm. And I've become a big fan of the place. I think it'd be really cool to bring, like, some celebrity friends there. Yeah. Uh, if I have them. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I think that'd be so cool to go back there. Massive party, clubbing all night. Yeah. Just getting drunk celebrating the moment have my mum next to me maybe even grandma and grandpa as well nice <laughs> in a club in central london nice <laughs> right so mine's a bit different it's a shame because it's actually closing but i would go to print works oh print works. Yeah. yeah yeah nice answer what are you gonna say what are you gonna say something? no it's just, i was gonna say it's a shame that print works is closing like, yeah yeah and yeah. um, did we ask you your entrance what would your entrance music be walking onto stage because i think i might have skipped over that one what would be your entrance music when you walk onto stage something um, that gary's produced or yeah so it would be it would be like a play on the song i'm opening with so at the moment and it would be similar to this it would be kind of like you have that little beat drop so mm-hmm. the audience is looking and then i have like a little catchphrase like my producer tag my name as such which i make gary do like a million times on every, every song and it goes like m a x sar with mm-hmm. like a big amount of vocals l- vocal layers that will come on people start clapping hopefully and then like you have the little build up the sirens come in the spaceship takes off the like it's all chaotic and then suddenly my i walk on and mm-hmm. my beat drops i'm like what the hell is up, London? What are you saying? And then there we go. That's a very good answer. Very detailed answer. Mm. Well, I have it visioned in my head. Like, I explained <laughs> yeah. it to you. I was like, this is what it has to be. In great detail. <laughs> <laughs> and I love the way you just assu- assumed that we would naturally assume there was a spaceship. Like, And then the spaceship, the spaceship <laughs> takes <laughs> you know, off. Naturally. Yeah. yeah, of course. Because it's because um, the song I currently open with is about, like, it, it references a spaceship and it's right, about okay. like, being in space and... Now, now the context is there. Yeah. It makes yeah. sense. It's a sound effect, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> were you thinking like O2's fucking massive, so we can get <laughs> we can get a spaceship in there? Yeah, it's in the budget. Yeah, of course it is. Dream gig, isn't it? Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, should we do gig tour? Right. Gig mm-hmm. tour. Right. Bin. Gig tour. Bin. Gig tour. Bin. Gig tour. Bin. Right. So we're going to give you three artists. Right. We do three each. Yeah. Because I can't think of a fourth. What do you mean? Oh, no. Uh, yeah. I was going to say three each, but yeah, should we yeah, just yeah. do three and three complete? No, three each. Okay. 
Right, so we're going to give you three each. Uh, it's like Snog, Marry, Avoid, okay, but for yeah. musicians. So you're going to gig with one for yeah. one night. You're going to go on a world tour with one of them. Yeah. And for one of them, you've got to put all their work in the bin. Oof. Right? So can I do okay. his and you do his? Okay. <laughs> because you I know feel what like... you're going for, though, with him, don't you? Yeah. Okay, good. Like, I'm going to go for Justin Bieber, Charlie Puth, and Jason Derulo. Ooh. Mm, okay. You can put Ava in there, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. I want you to put Jason Derulo in there. Okay, fine. So for you, Justin Bieber, Charlie Puth, Jason Derulo. Yeah. And for you... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what you said for his lineup. <laughs> Who's on your lineup? So we've got Charlie XCX. The weekend. The weekend. Yeah. Do a leaper. And Tovalo. Ah, oh, well done. So um, basically, you got yeah. a gig with them for one night, yeah, go on a world tour with them for a year, yeah. or throw all of their catalogue in the bin. And they never release anything ever again. Gone. Yeah, this, Gone. that's an easy one for me. Oh, is it Jason <laughs> in the bin? Yeah. Okay, Ava Max then. <laughs> <laughs> Ava Max, Charlie Poof, Justin Bieber. Yeah, okay. So I, I would have, I would have, or, okay, I think I would have to tour with Justin because it's Justin. Yep. (laughs) But I could never let go of um, Ava Max. So I would, I would probably gig with Ava and Ben, and Ben Charlie. But if the thing, if the if his style is like, I'm between I Justin and Ava, much like Charlie is pop, but he's more like a he has his, he has a very like more funky. Yeah, he has his, his he has his very own vibe. I'm more on that synth electro like Justin and Ava. Yeah. So okay, makes it sense. Has to be done. By yourself. Uh I think the world tour would be the weekend. Yeah. Um, what was the other one? Gig. Yeah, gig and bin. Uh, I, I gig with Charlie, I guess. I'd have to um, bin Tovlo, which is like the last thing I would ever say because like she's kind of like what really started to inspire me as a songwriter. But yeah, I think it's, it's going to have to be that. Fair enough. Very decisive. <laughs> yeah, Usually it takes are. ages, doesn't it? Usually it takes ages. People are crying. No, it's a not. tough answer. People are yeah. crying. <laughs> <laughs> Apologising for offending people. They really do. Like People go, I'm really sorry, Taylor Swift. But I'm like, shut up. I don't think she's watched yet. Yeah. <laughs> I think you'd be all right. Yeah. Telling you off for saying people's names wrong, like you have done already, but Boniver. Boniver. Yeah, I got told off of Boniver. It's Bon Iver, right? I know. No. I said Bon Iver, and then Will Pope, who we had in the other week, was like, no, it's Boniver. And I was like, oh, sorry. He was like, it's all right. It's wrong, though. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, cool. Um, so, yeah, I pronounce people's... I don't mean to. The thing is, yeah, like even on my radio show, like I really try hard to pronounce names correctly, even yours. Mm. Um, but it's uh, it's difficult, and sometimes people pronounce my name wrong. So I sort of all like I try to when I've got time to. I'll go look. Can you just confirm exactly how to say your name so I don't fuck it up on radio? Yeah, yeah. So if I ever do that, I do apologise. So could you please tell us? Right. So more quick fire questions. Uh, worst gig you ever had or you've been to? What worst gig you've experienced so far? It might be a technical issue on a gig that you've had, or it might be attending a gig and someone <laughs> fell off the stage. Yeah. Um, the worst gig I've been to. I was playing a gig in like uh north london um there was decent crowd there and i don't know what what the hell was going on but midway through like my third song so like the technician switched the channels and a song from his ipod started playing (laughs) mid song (laughs) i started laughing it was stop 
Oh, oh, the one, the one that he's, yeah, it yeah. was midway through my song, Stop. I can't remember what song it was uh. from him, but it was midway through my song called Stop. And I, I just stood there in shock and I started laughing. I was like, what? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and that was, uh, what did he say? Well, he was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And then he changed it and, um, I just continued on. It was all right. Like it, it, it could have been at a worse, it could have been in a worse scenario. Like if it was at my headline, it'd be way worse. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. was okay, but it was annoying. Yeah, of course it would be annoying. <laughs> I, can, I can imagine you, he's probably quite lucky you took that quite well, though. Yeah, because some some people might get like pissed. Of course, off and, yeah. of course, yeah. Wait yourself. I have to take you back to high school for this one. I um, <laughs> all right, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I um, th- my high school jazz band was um, had like a regional sort of like competition, and my music teacher asked me to sing. I don't know if you know the song "Sir Duke" by Stevie Wonder. <laughs> yeah, that one. So oh, I, I know it now. So, yeah. <laughs> so I had to front the jazz band singing that song, and obviously it's got co- some quite high notes. And uh, like literally, like the day before the competition i got sick and i my throat was fucked so i get up on stage and you know it's going fine going fine and then get to the chorus and you can feel it oh, oh, oh. and then Smashed that it. bit uh, it just my voice cracked like nobody's business and i was just mortified so oh. were, you, were you doing a solo or i was singing yeah oh. so it was um oh god i i yeah Okay. I feel like that happens to everyone at some point. It happens school. to everyone at some point, and I just was so apologetic to my music teacher because, like, we can't help if you're ill, though. No, but we definitely didn't win. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can you recommend an artist? Well, I don't know why I said that so weird. Can you recommend an artist, please? Another emerging artist that you've either worked with, gigged with? Uh, could you recommend an artist to our unsigned watchers, please? <laughs> I don't know where I was. <laughs> I, know, I just kept talking and I couldn't think of how to finish the sentence. Looking so through. you mean like someone quite like unknown? Yeah, someone yeah. unknown that uh, you have, uh, yeah, you know or work with or whatever that you can recommend to the watchers and the listeners of the podcast. Gary. Um, mm. Yes, that's, good, that's good a very good recommendation. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you could listen to my music um, <laughs> if you want to. I think it's hmm, a very good question. I can't think of anything like anyone small. But I mean, we'll recommend someone that we may not know if you want someone slightly more mainstream or someone you, you've gigged with and you think they're fucking good. Well, I know everyone's talking about Fred again at the moment. Oh, right. yeah. Um, and I've been like kind of delving into his um, some of his like discography and it is really quite cool. So I would recommend checking him out. There you go. <laughs> um, I just can't really think of any. Um, I, you know what? I might have to give a shout out to. Um, this girl I sang with um, on Saturday, mm-hmm. she came up and did a little um, verse of one of my songs, cool. Zilani. Mm. Um, she is a fantastic singer, seriously, really good. Um, yeah, she's got that range as well. Her, there you she's go. Really good. That's a nice She'd answer. She'd be all over Sir Duke. <laughs> <laughs> she would be. <laughs> uh, what's your jam if you're at a wedding or a night out and a song comes on? What Ooh. song are you running to the dance floor for? Partition by Beyonce. Fair enough. There you go. <laughs> I had that. Um, so he, he's giving you no thinking time. No, I know. I know. I know what song. Whenever we go clubbing, uh, I can't lie. I don't know the name of the song. It's the one. It's the one that goes like, 
Manamania, Semenazola. Do you know that one? No, no, no is that the disclosure? Does that go, Uro? No. It goes like, Oi, Oi, Oi. You must. Oh, yeah, 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 I know that. One. That one comes on every time, or like maybe like. That sounds like a like when you're on holiday in Spain yeah, yeah. or something. <laughs> no, but there's this club in Fulham, the Redback. Yeah. We go to we go to quite a lot. Play it there without fail every time. Right. It's like that song, you know that like whenever it comes on in a club, no matter where all our friends are in the room, we'll all yeah. look at each other and be like. Everyone get to the middle now. <laughs> there you go. That's exactly <laughs> what I meant by that. Yeah, yeah brilliant. Well, see, uh, we might have already touched on this. What was the first gig you went to? Did we touch on this? I think you said it might Probably have the been. Rihanna one. Yeah, yeah, the Rihanna one, yeah. By yourself. I went to see a um, New Zealand artist called Kimbra. Right. Um, you might know her Somebody from... that I used to know. That song. Oh. Right. Yeah, she's the featured artist on that, so I, I'm, oh. um, I'm quite a big fan of her, so I went and saw her. An artist that I listen to from New Zealand is Mount Eden. Now, I don't know if he's done anything recently, but he's like a big dubstep sort of vibe, that sort of vibe. I really enjoy that music. I haven't heard anything for a while from him. Cool. No, you, look, you look at me like you know him. Everyone in New Zealand knows everyone in New Zealand, right? Yeah, right. Well, actually. <laughs> well, we know the Queen. Funnily enough, I did go to school with Lord. Oh, there you go. You, there is some... Clang. <laughs> <laughs> there is some validity to that. <laughs> Uh, right, what else, what else have we got? One thing you change about the music industry. Um, yeah, so I would change this whole, like, TikTok thing. Um, <laughs> sorry, but um, the thing is, like, you know, years ago, it, it, it's, it's quite, like, debatable, but for me, in a nutshell, it's years ago, 10 years ago, you would audition to go to a record label. If they liked you, they'd invest millions in you and you'd become instantly famous overnight, per se. Not absolutely, but that's generally the model. But now anyone can become famous. So for that, that's amazing. We all have the platform. Like tomorrow, you could post a TikTok, go viral and get a record deal, right? That's the plan. That's the amazing thing about now. Can I? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh. But at the <laughs> same time, you have that, which is really accessible to all of us. Mm. So maybe it could happen to me one day, but at the same time, it means it's opened up this door for like weird songs and silly things that chart that shouldn't chart or I don't think should chart. Mm. And it's made it like, it's made the industry a bit messed up. Like songs are charting because they're big on TikTok, not because of artistry. Right. You know what I mean? You've mm -hmm. got, yeah. And I mean, you've got this thing, you know, like songs being sped up are charting like not leaving room for other artists who might release amazing songs. Right. That sort of thing for me, yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, I'd say just um, there is a lack of opportunity when it comes to trying to break into something a little bit um, bigger. So you can very easily, you know, be a, quite an amateur um musician and be um perfectly fine doing that or you can be in a sort of like mid-tier kind of place where you just earn a respectable living from it yeah but when you want to break into something a little bit more than that it does feel like there's um not just a lack of opportunity but it feels like you've got um the opinions of very few people that you have mm -hmm. to um you know satisfy um so i think that's probably the first thing i would change yeah, it's uh, it's hard to get really out there. Yeah, no one, everyone says no. No one wants to listen. So when you find the right person to, it's a blessing. Yeah, and it's hard. Yeah, it's because there's so much competition as well. Yeah, well, anyone could be an artist in some form, can't yeah. they? I mean, if you've got a MIDI keyboard and Logic or GarageBand or whatever, <laughs> I just said GarageBand because I heard it mentioned earlier. But any anything, yeah, I mean, MIDI keyboard, Logic—that's just me. 
Well, yeah, but you're not just an, you're not just any artist. You're AB Violet. Mm. AB Violet. We were kind of saying this earlier, weren't we? That it's easy enough. Sometimes you can get yourself from one to five quite easy, but mm. it's about where do you go from five? Like, what do you do now? And it's hard to meet the right people to take you to beyond that. I think a really good example is um, me and one of my friends who's a mix engineer. We talk about this a lot because, like, there's a handful of mix engineers who mm-hmm. mix the top charting songs. And if you are someone like Justin Bieber or Charlie Puth or whatever, and you have a song that needs to be mixed, it will go to one of five people in the world. How many mix engineers are there in the world? M- much more than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I think that's what I see as as a like lack of opportunity. Right. Yeah. The same with the mastering as well. Exactly. Yeah. There's like three people who do all of the mastering for every song that yeah. you hear. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. But that's why everything in the charts tends to sound pretty similar. Exactly. <laughs> that's why I, like, I mean I am going to plug our station because yeah. the thing for us is that like. We listen to obviously Radio One, all the local BBCs with introducing course, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like the BBC introducing is a great model trying to give people a platform to get their music heard on mainstream, yeah. right? What we do at Future Hits is just do that twenty four seven. So everything that we play on our station is always emerging artists. Yeah. And then we have our shows, obviously Abby's show, my show, everyone else's shows are all about highlighting those artists. Yeah. And I think that, that everything that we try and do with Unsigned, with Future Hits, with everything we're trying to do. It's all about trying to give people that platform. But again, that's us taking people from one to five. It's yeah. at five to ten. That's the next step. How we do that, don't know yet. <laughs> We're trying to figure it out. We're trying to figure yet. it out and we'll <laughs> let you all know. Um, right, couple quick fire questions before we finish. Biggest inspiration, quick answers from both of you. Go. Justin. <laughs> the weekend. Fair enough. I was I was thinking more personally. <laughs> but that's oh, fine. Oh, yeah. More. Yeah? Yeah? My mum? My dad. Ah. Yeah. Shout out, dad. Um, the artists that I work with. Good answer. And also. (laughs) 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 I'm joking. joking. Uh, uh, First single you bought. Uh, Or downloaded illegally. uh, (laughs) That would have been like. The Red Hot Chili Peppers or something. There you go. <laughs> I'm yeah, just looking back to like LimeWire. That's probably before your time, Max. But <laughs> yeah, I don't know who that is. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> we used to have it such a good time with LimeWire. Oh, yeah. So many viruses. Yep. What? 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 Is that a band? Oh, <laughs> LimeWire was a download service before oh. Spotify and all <laughs> yeah. that sort of stuff. Oh. <laughs> have you ever heard of Napster? It was basically a follow-on from that. I think I have heard of yeah. Napster. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um... Mm, I don't really know. Maybe like a Maroon 5 song or like, I don't know. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. We'll go Maroon 5. That's absolutely (laughs) fine. Um, Best advice we've done. Right, we're going to finish with your goals for 2023. Yeah. Tell us what your goal is for next year. So my goal, my goals are firstly to get all those songs out, to release at least 10 songs next year, including that five-track EP. Mm -hmm. I want to be playing... um, the O2 Academy Islington, which is in the pipeline. So fingers mm. crossed that goes through. That'd be incredible. Cool. You'll be there. Of course I will. <laughs> um, and, um, and then I think other than like those goals musically, I want to just, you know, work, continue working with a lot of different people to meet some more really cool people um, and to get my followers up from here to here and see where we are. From five to ten. <laughs> yeah. Because it is five, about five, isn't it? Because I looked earlier. Yeah, literally. Thousand, I mean. 5K to 10K, yeah. Yeah, that's what I meant.
What about yourself? <laughs> I would say just continue working with um, new artists, find people who I can kind of um, relate to in terms of what we sort of sing about. Um, and also, I mean, in terms of like my own music, I'm making a techno EP just for fun. So I'm going to finish that off. But yeah, mostly just find some other artists who I can kind of um, make some really awesome music with. Could you both tell everyone where they can find you on the socials? If you could do it first, please, Gary, into one of the many cameras that we have. Tell people where they can find you on the socials, Spotify, all that good stuff. Yeah, you can find me everywhere. Spotify, Instagram, um, SoundCloud, if you use it. It's Gary Mictian, um, M-I-C-T-I-A-N. There you go. And Max, could you please tell everyone to find yourself? Yeah, um, so Max saw everywhere. So that's M-A-X space S-A-R-R-E. Um, I'm Maxaw everywhere, but Instagram is Maxaw official and TikTok is Maxaw zero. Yeah. Now we're done. Abby. I feel like my vo- Oh no, it's coming out of my Was your voice gone? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, A.B.Violet on the socials for music and for uploading songs to my show Artist Pick on Future Hits Radio. You can upload via the website futurehits.co.uk. Yay. Yay. Well Come done. That's as bad as you, man. <laughs> Which means it's bad as me. <laughs> right, ready? Go. Hi everyone, I'm Matt Werry and this is Unsigned Podcast. If you want to be involved with the podcast or my radio show that goes out on these stations you can see here for audio listeners, it's Radio Extra, Future Hits, Isn't Some Radio and Radio Chumpsford. Um, you can upload music to unsignedmusic.uk. Also, Future Hits, as Abby has very nicely plugged for us there, futurehits.co.uk. And also, when's this going out? You have got until the 20th, which is Tuesday. Yes. Tuesday. So this is coming out on Monday, so tomorrow... The vote for track of the year closes. So make sure you go to futurehits.co.uk. No, don't do that. Go to Instagram and then find Futurehits Radio. Vote for track of the year and we'll be doing a countdown show on New Year's Day. Uh, it's going to be a good show. There's some good songs on that list. There's a good songs on that list. Yeah. We're going to wrap up. Thank you guys for coming in. Really appreciate Thank it. For Thank you for having us. success as well. Thank you. Thank you very much. Abby, cheers. Bye. See you next week. See you Thanks, later. producer Ian. Bye, everyone. See you next Thank week. You.